Do you ever wonder how many health coaching clients is the perfect amount or how much you should charge for your very first program? Well, if you have been curious, I have a treat for you. I'm giving away the new health coach cheat sheet that breaks down the top 10 things you need to know about coaching online. If you're interested, you can grab a copy at healthcoachesgofulltime.com. And this is going to be so powerful. This is what I use to build my health coaching business. This is what my clients use, the advice that I give them. This is the advice that I would use if I was you and you're working on scaling to 10K months. And it's pretty freaking cute. So even just for style inspo, I would definitely go and download it. Again, you can get that at healthcoachesgofulltime.com. Hi friend, welcome to another episode of Why Can't I? The Coach and Grow Co podcast. I'm Sarah Hegstrom, CEO of The Coach and Grow Co, where we build healthy health coaching businesses and healthy profits online. And my goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question. One I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. Today, in this episode, you are going to learn if you need a website or not, who needs one. You're also going to learn what I would make sure I had before investing in a website. And when it is time for a website, if you fit into this category, what I would make sure you include on your website. It is going to be a very website-specific episode, and I cannot wait to dive in. But before we do that, let's talk about what is inspiring me right now? So currently, I am super inspired by Breathe Degrees. If you watch my Instagram stories, you see me there pretty much every day if you're like, I have no idea what that is. So it is a facility in San Diego that offers breathwork, cold plunges, hot plunge, and a sauna. So it's like hot and cold therapy with breathwork. And it is powerful. If you have not looked into Wim Hof, definitely check him out. Um, I feel like breathwork is available everywhere online. There's lots of great ones online. I'm sure you have heard of it, but that is not the thing that is inspiring me the most right now. Like the actual offerings that they offer, they're great and amazing. And that's one of the reasons I go. But what I'm really obsessed with is the community that they foster and the relationships that I've been able to build. And when you go, and and maybe there's a place you've went to where you're like, these are all my people. This is so powerful. And what I've learned from getting to know the staff and the owner is the intention behind it was this is about the community. This isn't my business. This isn't me doing anything. This is the community. The community is responsible for the connection and the success of this business. And it has been super inspiring to be part of that community and just as a fellow business owner, watch that. And so that's definitely something that I've been thinking about with the Coach and Grow Co. How can we foster this sense of community, right? And really put people first. So one thing that what I've been focusing on is my team and my students and really starting with them and just asking them, you know, like, how can we improve? What's missing? What do you like about this? What don't you like about this? Right. And just making sure that we're not missing anything and we're keeping it really strong. And I think that when you do start with the intention, right? So like, what is your intention for your business? 
it trickles out. And then when you start with your team, if you have a team or your clients or your students, right? And then it trickles out to your Instagram community, Facebook community, and things like that. So I've just been really inspired by that. I think being a business owner is really cool and seeing what other businesses are doing is really cool. So very inspired by that. And if you don't watch my Instagram stories, definitely go check them out. My Instagram is Sarah underscore Hagstrom, and I'm always posting about Breathe Degrees. You can also check them out on Instagram. But if you ever get a chance to go to San Diego, or if you are in San Diego and you want to go with me, send me a DM on Instagram. I usually have guest passes that I would love to bring you. It is just, I feel like from their Instagram, it's hard to get a sense of the community that I'm inspired by. But when you go, it's really hard to miss it. You can't not miss the people there. You're just like, wow, there's something about this. So it's very, very cool. So today we're going to dive in to websites. This is one question that health coaches ask me all the time, or I'll ask new coaches who come into our Facebook group. I'll ask them, hey, what are you guys working on, right? What are you working on right now? And a lot of them will say that they are working on their website. And I'm always like, oh, because here's the thing. If you are just getting started and you don't have any clients, do not focus your time and money on a website right now, right? Right now is not the time to be focusing on a website. If that is you, if you're like, I'm just getting started, I don't have any clients, I don't have an offering, the best use of your time and money is not going to be on a website because it is no longer 2009 when people would go to a website and just read it. Do you remember that? I remember when I was in college, I was working at a coffee stand and I would have to get there at like 4.45 in the morning and people wouldn't start trickling in until like 5.20. And so I would read blogs and I would read websites. That just doesn't happen anymore. What happens now is social media. Social media has replaced reading websites and usually we're on Instagram or on Facebook or TikTok, you know what I mean? Or maybe even you're reading your email, things like that, but it's usually not scrolling somebody's website. So stay with me because eventually you will need a website. I'm not against websites, but Here's the truth of the matter and something that I think everybody needs to know. If you think a website is going to get you clients or sell your product, it's just not the case. Your website is not going to sell your product. It's not going to get you clients because you have to get people to the website, right? And I don't know if you listened to the episode that I did with James. So it was episode 57 titled From Bedridden to Best-Selling Cookbook Author Interview with Healthy Living James. So he's a cookbook author, maybe a little bit different than what you are doing, but he was talking about how his whole thing is making it easy for people to make his recipes. And so instead of taking them off of social media and sending them to his website for the recipe, he just gives them the recipe on social media. And you'll see a lot of people who are cookbook authors or recipe bloggers do that now. And maybe you, yeah, I know I have saved some recipes straight from Instagram. It's just easy because we're there. And at the end of the day, when it comes to building community and signing clients and things like that. Like we do want to make it easy for people to get results and to get a taste of what it's like working with us. Now you do have to collect payment. Hello, right? So you're like, I don't want people just hanging out on Instagram all day. I want them to actually pay for my services. And that's where a sales page comes in handy, where a sales page is different than your website, right? A sales page is possibly a piece of your website, or maybe you just pay for something like Samcart or 
like you pay for a website, like we use Kajabi. If you guys are interested in the tools that we use for our business, just check out the show notes. I'll list all the tools and why we like them. If you do sign up with Kajabi, we have an awesome, it's an epic Kajabi bonus program. It's like the only one I've seen anybody offer where we will help you set up your Kajabi. We'll help you with training videos. Peter created like a whole mini course on like how to do everything with Kajabi. It's really helpful because sometimes you invest in these softwares and then you're like, uh, help, I don't know how to use them. So we want to make it really easy for you guys. So definitely if you use our link when you sign up for Kajabi, you'll get that. So I'll put all this in the show notes. This will just be underneath the episode and you guys can always DM me on Instagram if you can't find something. I know for me, sometimes I'll be listening to a podcast and then I'll go to the show notes and I'm like, what they mentioned, they never put in the show notes. Like what the heck? So if I do that because I'm human too, right? You can always just send me a DM and I'll help you find whatever you're looking for. So just a sales page, right? So Sam Cart, it's kind of like a checkout version where you're just getting payment. And that is actually what I would recommend at the beginning. Now I'm kind of skipping ahead and I'm going to backtrack and tell you, hey, these are the things I want you guys to have in order before investing in a website or even a sales page. But when you are ready to collect payment, you will need a way to do that, right? And I think a big part of scaling your business as a health coach is having a professional checkout experience, right? Making it easier for people and having it look nice. If they, if you're charging somebody $1,000 or $2,000 or $5,000, you do want it to seem like you're a professional and know what you're doing. You don't want it to be like this crashed or this looks junky or like, I don't feel safe on this website putting my credit card in. I don't know if people still feel like that these days, but I remember... When we first got started, like maybe it was like 2015, people would have that question like, hey, can I just send you a check? Like, I don't feel comfortable putting my credit card in here. I would take a check like back then, like we would take checks. We don't take checks anymore. People, I never get that anymore, but I just think it is good to have a secure checkout page. Okay, so for my new coaches, we're going to go through this process, right? Stay with me. We're going to get through it. I hope I answer all of your questions. So if you are a new coach, right, you don't have clients yet, you're just getting started and you're like, should I invest in a website? I would recommend instead of you going the website route right now, I recommend you spend your time and money on identifying your niche. This means who you serve, who you help. Okay. If you are in launch, coach and grow module one, that is for you go through that. I could go on and on about niche and I see a lot more content on niche. And some of it is just like ridiculous. Like people, the things that they say about niche, like niche is not you. Niche is not an age range. Niche is not a demographic. Like that is part of like your avatar. So like when describing them, those things can be helpful. Niche, all I want to know about niche is like, what is the problem that you solve, right? What is the promise that your program provides? That's it. That's the niche. I'm helping women lose weight with a plant-based diet. I'm helping teachers find freedom through breath work. You know what I mean? Like it's simple problem that you solve for them. Of course, there's so much more to it, but you don't need to get caught up in that. And like, you really shouldn't be focusing on that. This is not a niche episode. If you guys want a niche episode, reach out. I'm pretty sure I've done one. So if you scroll back, you'll probably find one, but the launch course that is going to be the best for really nailing your niche. So I recommend you do that because that is going to save you so much time. I also recommend that you start showing up on social media or podcasts and get in front of your ideal clients, start building that community and creating a program. 
I recommend that you are creating a program. So then what you can do is you can then take all of that and put it on a sales page, right? So once you have a program, you have the copy, then you can put it on a sales page, then you can sell it. Then you can get some clients, you can work with them, and you're going to learn so much more about what they want, the language that you need to use, and then you can use that on your website. A lot of times people create websites and they are so generic and not specific and not what the ideal client wants because they have never worked with a client before. They think the first thing that they should do is start a website. And some website designers, I mean, again, it probably is worth the investment. I have never paid a lot for my website. Honestly, you can go to our website. I think it looks pretty great. It's thecoachandgrow.co.co, not .com, right? Thecoachandgrow.co. But for probably making like $15,000 a month still just using a website that Peter made. So you don't need a lot. But again, if you're not tech savvy, then creating a website could be a lot for you. And so outsourcing it would make sense. But I have heard of clients be like, I spent $5,000 on my website and I regret it because I have no clients. And it's like, I don't think it's the website designer's fault because I'm sure building a website that's very tedious and takes a lot of time and it's back and forth with the client. But the issue there was you shouldn't have invested in a website if you don't have any clients. People who ask for a website, I would direct them to your social media. If somebody's like, hey, do you have a website with your information? Direct them to your social media, right? You can see the way that I work with clients. You can see what I'm all about. You can see about my program. Once you have a program, then again, you're going to want to put that on a sales page or a website and make it really specific to that program, not everything else you have going on. If you need help with any of those, if you need help with identifying your niche, showing up on social media, creating a program, pricing it, make sure you download the new health coach cheat sheet at healthcoachesgofulltime.com. That's going to be really helpful. Now, once you have a program and your sales page copy, then I think is a good time for you to invest in a website. But I do recommend you just focus on the sales page part. So that is just a page that is focused specifically on your program and a way for people to actually pay you through that. The reason I recommend this is because websites, a whole entire website takes time. It takes time to create it. And after you work with clients, you're going to be more clear on who you are and what you do. At the beginning, what you need is clients. You need clients. Clients are going to keep you in business. They're going to give you income. It's going to give you clarity. And then it's going to give you more clients. And it's going to be this positive circle going on. Now, if you're listening to this and you already have clients and a sales page, then I think a website would be a great investment like to really round it out. Peter always says a website is like a home for your business, right? It's the thing that, you know, if Instagram goes down, Facebook goes down, you have your website, information is there. I don't know how you're talking to people that way, your email list then, right? And I'm going to get to that. But people always like to use that. Like email experts are always like, what if social media goes down, right? And I'm always like, well, then I'll figure it out. But I do have an email list and website. So like I get it, but I'm not a big fan of like the scarcity mindset, right? So for those of you who do have the clients and the sales page and are ready to do the website, I did want to share like what specifically I would focus on. I don't want you to get so hung up on like making sure like everything, like you have all these pages and they all look like perfect and beautiful. Really, if I was you, I would focus on an opt-in, a freebie. So if you guys go to 
health coaches go full-time, you'll see that's an example of a freebie. That's an opt-in, right? Where you're giving something away in turn for an email address to stay in contact with your community. I think that that is really great because it is good for emails, right? And so if, like I was saying, if Instagram goes down or Facebook goes down, or you just want to get in front of them in another way, you're posting on social media, we'll also do an email, right? So you're just staying in contact with your people. So opt-in freebie, I think that that is like really powerful. You can have a tab on your website. On our website, we have our wait list. So we have launch your coaching and it goes to our wait list. We also, if you scroll down to more, then there's new health coach cheat sheet too. So you could just get it there as well. And so that is like a tab on your website, right? Some people put it on their homepage. I think that that's fine, but honestly, I don't even recommend, like, I will not link to my homepage of my website. Like, if you go to my Instagram bio, you're not going to just see the homepage of my website. Yeah, people are going to find it from, like, SEO, or they're just like, who is Sarah Hagstrom? What is she all about, right? And they might find it, but I'm not going to link to it because there's all these other links on here, and for CTAs, calls to action, I want people to go to something specific. If I'm doing a launch, I want you to go to my launch page, my sales page. If I'm selling something, I want you to go to that page. If I'm doing a live in a Facebook group, I want you to go to the Facebook group, right? If I want you to check out the cheat sheet, I'm linking directly to the cheat sheet. I'm not linking to the homepage and just like, find whatever you want. Good luck. It's a scavenger hunt because I know people are busy. And also like, I don't want people to leave without doing the thing that is my intention. So you can totally put an opt-in page on your homepage and things like that. But what I would really focus on is I would focus on a separate opt-in page, a separate tab on your website. I think that that's really powerful that you can then link to specifically in your Instagram bio or when you do a live or when you're on a podcast, you know, and people are like, hey, like, is there anything you want to share with my audience? And then you can say like, yeah, I have this five ways to lose weight on da 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 or how to tap into like your spirituality, whatever it is that you have related to your niche, right? We want to keep it related to your niche. So I recommend that. I think another thing that can be really powerful for website pages is a testimonial page or a feature page if you've been featured in media or if you have past clients people saying nice things about you who have got results before and after pictures, anything like that, that can be really powerful for people to close the trust gap. They trust you a lot more if they don't know you very well, if they've seen other people speaking highly of you or they've seen you featured in media outlets, right? That can be really great. And then also an about page. However, when it comes to your about page, we don't need like every single thing that you've ever done. I want you to make it specific to your ideal client. So it's actually about how you relate to them, okay? So that is what I would recommend if you are ready for a website. And I wanna remind you guys to remember when linking, link to your sales page, link to your opt-in page, like remove distractions from those pages too. I see a lot of people with a sales page and it has like a pop-up to go to their opt-in or it's like, follow me on Instagram and all of these other things. I want you to remove distractions from those pages, right? So if it is an opt-in page, don't have them then going to your Instagram, them like all of that. They can go to your Instagram after they opt in on the thank you page, right? On a sales page, I don't want to see like uh, an opt in for my free newsletter or your header where they can go other places. Like keep it really focused to what you want them to do on that page, okay? And like I said before, people aren't browsing websites like they used to. People are browsing your social media pages. So focus on making those really powerful, right? what you want to put on your website, use your social media for a while, 
build out your program. Once you have the copy for your program, work on a sales page first, get some clients, and then you can invest in an overall website, really focusing on the freebie, the testimonials page, and an about page. Obviously, you already have a sales page at that point. And if you are ready to invest in a sales page or a website, we use Kajabi. I love it. I have nothing but great things to say about it. If you want to go check out how we use it and why I really think it's the best for coaches who want to offer online programs and courses, you can go to this site. So um, write this down. So it's thecoachandgrow.co. So it's my website, thecoachandgrow.co forward slash Kajabi. And Kajabi is K-A-J-A-B-I. I'll put this in the show notes too, but the coach and grow co forward slash Kajabi. And you can learn how we use it. And like I said before, if you sign up with our link, you can get the companion course that comes with support from our tech person, which could be really helpful if you're not that tech savvy. But again, I hope that this episode made it clear that a website is definitely not recommended at the beginning. Most importantly is, you know, your niche, you are showing up on social media, on podcasts, right? Talking to your ideal clients, getting them to follow you on social media, and then developing your program. And don't just create your program blind. I say this probably in every single episode. You've probably heard this a million times. If you have been listening, I'm sorry, but people come just to this episode. So I want to make sure if this is the only episode you listen to, do not just say, okay, I need to create a program. Everybody has a program. I'm just going to create it and then like create a sales page for it and then put it out there. Get feedback from ideal clients, like ask them questions like, hey, is this something you would invest in? Why or why not? Is there anything that's missing from this program? Why or why not? That feedback is going to be so crucial. Like do not be afraid to get curious and ask questions. Those of you who are like, I don't care if I get it wrong. I don't care if this isn't perfect. Like I just want to serve and do a good job and I'm not afraid to learn that, hey, I didn't include the right things or this isn't what people care about. Like those of you who have that mentality are going to be so freaking successful. People who are like, oh, I know everything. I have it all figured out when it comes to program. I don't need to ask for feedback. It's just like a rude awakening is coming because without doing this work and working with people, we can't know specifically what other people want. And so I just can't stress the importance and the value of feedback enough. And I am still doing that. And I'm still just always like, oh my God, I didn't think of that. And so don't be afraid, coach, to ask questions and get curious. It is only going to serve you. All right, that is the episode. I hope this answered your question on whether you need a website for your coaching business right now or not. If you loved this episode, I would love to hear. You can write a review on iTunes. I love reading those. Or you can tag me on social media and just let me know, hey, listening to this episode on a website for your coaching business, it's valuable, it's helpful, changed my mind, or yep, I knew all of this. I'm so glad I was on it. I just want to hear if this episode surprised you, if you got some clarity. So definitely come say hi on Instagram. And until next time, bye friend. Bye friend.